Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Stagecoach from 1939 is a movie that I had never seen until recently as I try to do for these Friday reviews. I have a huge blind spot in my movie-going career as it, I don't know, uh, I haven't seen a lot of Westerns. So in an attempt to fill in that gap and watch some classic Westerns, uh, this is the one I chose. It won, I think, two Academy Awards, uh, a movie that came out almost 100 years ago. This is also, I think, my first uh, John Wayne film. John Wayne being the star of this film. Uh and it was good. It was good. Uh, the aspect of this movie, which I'm sure is common in many Westerns, especially Westerns that were made almost 100 years ago, uh, the Native Americans are the villains of this movie, uh, Geronimo being uh, the head bad guy against uh, these, these Americans, uh, against these white people. Um, the constant fear of the Apaches, uh, is the, the big, uh, scary in this movie. Um, so that's a bummer, but not surprising at all for a movie that was again, made almost a hundred years ago. Uh, this is a movie about a ragtag group of people, a bunch of different people, uh, traveling on a stagecoach, uh, that all these people don't know each other. They're in the stagecoach to get to this other town uh, for all kinds of different reasons. So the movie itself, aside from the this outside threat of the Apaches attacking them, which is only a very small part. It's just like this kind of outside fear that they all have. Um, most of this movie is about the different characters and their interrelations as they're traveling uh, in this stagecoach. And one thing I never realized uh, is what the stagecoach was. Like, I always thought the stagecoach was c- comparable to, like, a minivan. It was just the mode of transportation where you could take your entire family on a voyage. Uh, but after watching this movie, it was clear that the stagecoach, which makes complete sense, that the stagecoach is more of like mass transit. It was like the way people went uh like random people like people going on to a bus to travel across country it was obviously the only aside from uh the railroad which you know depending on the time period of these movies uh was in the process of being built uh but before railroads or to go to places where the railroads hadn't been built yet uh, you would take a stagecoach. So you would have a group of people that didn't know each other. Now, obviously, the movie, Quentin Tarantino movie, Hateful Eight, uh, is a stagecoach-esque type of movie. I'm sure that aspect of uh, Hateful Eight was taken from this movie or similar movies that involve stagecoaches. Uh, and I never really realized that until watching this movie because so many of these characters... Like, this movie does a good job at, like, introducing the characters uh, and kind of fleshing out these characters and getting to know them 
just through their their actions. And you know, there's a, a a vast difference in these kinds of characters. There's a doctor who's an alcoholic. There is a guy who's peddling uh, whiskey. I forget what the the title they gave him, uh, but that's basically what he was doing. Uh, there's the wife of a soldier who's pregnant, which I didn't realize was pregnant until the scene where she gives birth. Uh, there's the kind of really goofy <laughs> driver, uh, which is fun, you know. Uh, there's the I think she's a prostitute, but she's definitely looked down upon. She's an outcast of this city, and she's told to leave along with the doctor, the alcoholic doctor. They are both kind of the uh, being pushed out of this town and that's why they are on this stagecoach coach to get out of town uh there's a banker who's delivering money for some reason uh there's a gambler that's sweet on the soldier wife for some reason uh and then there's the sheriff who's uh, they're all along for the ride and then on their ride they run into john wayne's character who he's kind of like an outlaw uh he's he's got the his name is ringo uh ringo kid and he's like this rough and tumbled uh, outlaw kind of a guy, I guess, uh, that's being brought into custody by the sheriff uh, in order to, I guess, it seems like he's being brought in under, like he's put placed under arrest uh, because they are being escorted for most of the way by uh, the cavalry. And I think in order to keep him from being arrested by them or taken by them, it's I, I, I don't it's like a cover or whatever. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials made right here in the USA. Go to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Uh, and on their ride, you get to know these different people and they stop at different places and different things happen. And I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a great action scene. Uh, towards the end of this film, there's, you know, the, this threat and this fear of the Apaches attacking is finally uh, comes to a head while they're, it's like this dry lake bed, this open uh, area where they finally get attacked. And there's some great stunt work, like some old school stunt work. Now, in addition to the racism, which is kind of disappointing, but understandable, there's a lot of uh, stunt work done by horses. A lot of horses are taking tumbles throughout this entire movie. And I have to believe that wasn't done with the safety of these horses in mind. Uh, so that was kind of tough to watch also. But if you overlook the fact that animals are being abused in the f for the form of entertainment... Uh, there is some amazing stunt work that happens during this attack scene where they're like trying to cross this lake as fast as they can. They're, you know, they're shooting each other back and forth. Uh, you have one Native American guy that kind of jumps onto the lead horses of the stagecoach in order to try and slow them down, but then gets shot off. And like there's this scene where he just falls to the ground and it's like, 
like knowing the kind of technology in 1939, it's like that guy could have been easily trampled and killed in the filming of that scene. Uh, but it is crazy to watch. It is crazy to watch. It's also just interesting to see John Wayne as the movie star to see how the camera interacts with him. Like, clearly he's the star of the film. And I can see the charm. I can see the draw, why people liked John Wayne so much. Uh, he, I mean, he's like a guy who, like, is kind of sweet on this woman that's been pushed out. I, I, it seems like she was a prostitute. I don't know if she was. I don't know what the reasoning was for her to be pushed out of that town. But she is like an outcast for some reason. She's like looked down upon, uh, especially by like, by like everybody in that in that stagecoach, for the most part. Uh, especially the the wife of the soldier who was pregnant. Um, but he's like sweet on her. It's like so. There's this nice little romance that happens between them. Uh, there's the scene, obviously. There's a scene where they have to cross a river and they like retrofit the the stagecoach to become a raft to get across the river. I thought that was cool. Uh, the actual scene where they are being attacked by the Apaches, uh, the cavalry shows up. It's like the first time I've watched a movie where the, the cavalry comes to save the day. Like literally the cavalry. You have the bugle guy and guys on horses and they come and, you know, scare the Native Americans off. Uh, all of that stuff I thought was a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's great. There's even a scene. So they get to the destination, right? And for some reason, uh, Ringo kid, there are three guys that are after him, right? That are, that are like, they want to kill him now that he's back in town. Like he owes the money or it's not really clear. Maybe it is. And I missed it. Uh, but for whatever reason, they don't like him, and they, they're going to settle uh, a situation. Um, and there's, like, a, a gun battle that happens between Ringo Kid and these three guys. And I don't know if it's the first example of this happening in an action movie, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was, because at the beginning of this, like, shootout that happens... John Wayne, Ringo Kid, does a jump and shoot, which is a action movie trope. I mean, it wasn't as graceful as the jump and shoots we see today. You know, a lot of jump and shoots, it's like a slow-mo side shot as somebody's jumping and shooting, or it's the, the rolling and shooting. But this is just kind of a flop to the ground and shoot. Which strategically, if you're in a shootout and they're aiming at your head or my center mass or whatever, to lower your 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 body down to the ground and shoot and to do it at the same time, I mean, a great maneuver, I would say, for uh, for all those out there that are in shootouts. Uh, it, it really didn't look graceful or beautiful in any way, but strategically uh, made a lot of sense. Um, and it was just crazy to see that. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. There's a scene where uh, they, you know, on their voyage to this other town, they stop at like multiple 
outposts, I guess you could say. I don't know what the proper term is, but what I thought this movie was going to turn into when they stopped at their first one, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a Hateful Eight thing. Like, maybe this is where Tarantino got the idea from there. And it's like, instead of being trapped in this place because of a blizzard, which happens in Hateful Eight, these people are going to be trapped in this place because of the Apaches. Um, This is where they're going to be held up to avoid that. But it wasn't. They were only there for a short period of time. Um, But it's still interesting. It's still interesting to kind of go back in time to what it was like in the West, at least through the, the lens of of Hollywood, uh, what it was like in the West, uh, and just be out with no infrastructure, no people, just horses and your, your rifles and, you know, existing. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. It's kind of, especially in the reality that we're living in, in 2022, or climate change is causing all kinds of uh problems like wildfires constantly droughts constantly severe weather constantly crazy temperature fluctuations constantly like you have billionaires controlling the government and like politicians not doing anything to help the people of this country but doing quite a bit to help rich people get rich um it's like a simpler time, <laughs> like a much simpler time. And even the, the banker is the anti-tax, anti-government guy because, of course, he's doing shady shit too. He's, you know, he's doing shady shit, breaking laws in order to get rich, which has not changed. It's like those same people. It's just more popular now. It's like, those, it's like if that banker also convinced half of the population to vote in his best interests and not their best interests. That's kind of the reality we're living in today. Um, but overall, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, it, it's got a nice ending. Instead of riding off into the sunset, they ride off into the night. Uh, you have a Ringo kid and that, that woman, and he's like, I've got this place. I've got this property that I can build a house on, and we can have kids, and it's like we can just get away from everything. It's like that... I would love to get away from everything, but there's no way to get away from everything. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, you can go off grid, I guess, but it's like, uh, I don't, you know, it, it's weird. It's weird how like that reality is available for some people still in certain parts, kind of, of the country 
whereas back then it was like almost a standard. It was almost a very it was extremely popular way of existing uh, to live like off the grid on a ranch away from everybody. Um, But they are wanting to get away from everybody because he's, you know, avoiding the law. They're probably both avoiding the law on some on some level. But I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I enjoyed how all the characters were fleshed out. The doctor during the, the scene, they stop at another place uh, and where the, the soldier's wife is giving birth. And the doctor has to sober up real quick, which is kind of funny. The the Hollywood like way to sober up is to drink a lot of coffee and then dunk your head in cold water is like just how you sober up which is funny and then immediately after the kids born they all celebrate with a drink uh i enjoyed the movie though i enjoyed the movie i'm enjoying watching these westerns uh so we'll see what the next one is and it's a bummer that they are framed the narrative of these movies is framed in a way that make the native americans as the bad guy meanwhile it's like they're protecting their their livelihood and their land that's being stolen from them from invaders that the reality of of how the west uh became how american society became and and how they dest- how we destroyed uh other cultures is disgusting but uh you know it, it's enjoyable to kind of go back in time and uh see what that's like it's kind of a nice escape on some levels and this one isn't i mean a lot of it is like this outside threat or whatever but uh it's only like one action set piece where they finally get attacked and it's like i'm kind of rooting for them i'm rooting for the native americans like when people die i'm like well you know that's the that's that's what happens that's what happens uh so i don't know i'm enjoying watching these uh westerns if there's a western that you would recommend for me to watch uh, a classic uh let me know and i mean there's tons of them uh that I've been adding to the list of, of things. And, uh, you know, cause I don't really ne- recognize the names of these movies. They aren't like classic Westerns in my mind, but you know, if they've been nominated, if they're like, clearly if they're available on like the criterion collection or Turner classic movie section on H HBO max, I'll, I'll go by those kind of metrics. Uh, but if there's one you think I should watch, I probably haven't seen it and we'll probably check it out. Uh, but yeah, Stagecoach, if you haven't seen it, it's a good movie. It is surprisingly good, uh, despite the racism. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So check it out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com and follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.